The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Gosh dang it, Ton. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the five count. Thank you so much. I guess. Whatever. It's the five count. It's the five count parents edition. Very fired up. We're sitting here in the middle of Minnesota winter and no school and school late starts and all this business. Sick of it. It's the joy of being a parent in the holidays. Trying to do a good show here and be positive and be like, hey, hey, but... Before we go on, all this bad stuff happens, and Ton comes in with this whole list of grievances about yeah. why he hates me and everything stinks, and then we're like, all right, well, let's do the show, and then I'm on on the air now, and it's like, I want to be happy and positive, <laughs> but it's like, I just think about everything Ton said. I didn't say anything And now it's you. just like, well, it's not going to do two hours here. Oh, dude. I feel like this background music is exactly what I needed to get get things straight to get myself straight yes i just thought you know it's a new year maybe this year i could not ruin everything i'm already off to a bad start you're not ruining anything dude you're doing an amazing job you ruined look, everything you look great you look fantastic <laughs> is that true yeah like better than i did last week yes like i saw you when you came in through the door and i was like wow hunky hunky dude right there chunky chunky dude holy toledos well i have been eating more tostitos toledos cheetos i don't know i've been eating a lot of that stuff have you really i like to take the cheetos and Mm -hmm. the tostitos and crunch them up oh yeah and then roll them up into a a a taquito (laughs) wow tostito cheeto taquito yeah Wow, it's is real there any neat. sauce on there? Neato. Neato. Do you put? Do you dip it in cheese sauce? Queso. Queso. No, I can't. I only eat things that rhyme. You know wow. that. Man, you are quite a man. You're quite a guy. Sometimes you know, I'll throw in some Fritos. I didn't make any New Year's resolution, but really, after the holiday that we've had, I feel like I need to just like run 72,000 miles and stop eating for four months. Because I've been packing it on, I feel like. Packing it. This is the part of the program where Ton complains about his weight to a guy <laughs> who weighs twice as much as he does. I'm just saying that's how I feel. I'm I'm entitled to my feelings. I feel 
very bloated and very full at all times. This has been Tone Deaf Discussions with Ton. <laughs> oh, but you wear it so well, Dust. You look so hunky. I wear it so well. Yes, you look so hunky. And you manly. wear your triple X shirt so well. You do. Just it's kidding. Weird. I'm not quite there yet. There's not certain, yet. Yeah. There's certain guys that just have that physique, you know, they just pull it off. Pull what off? Like, you want me to take off my shirt? Yeah, maybe. I mean, go for it. Does that do anything for the broadcast? Rub the mic on your hairy chest. Could be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. Listen, it's a great new year. It's starting. Things are looking up. We're back. We're back. In case you were worried. Thinking, man, they can't keep this up, can they? Well, we're here. Of course we can. It's debatable, but we're going to try. I uh, led church that first morning, Sunday morning, first day of the year. Billy Floyd shouts, I was hoping you were going to be there, but I didn't see you. Serious bummer. I sent on a text message in my pajama pants. Yeah, that's very nice. I appreciate that because no one else told me good luck that morning. No one. Zero. They probably just assumed you didn't need it. Not any, even even anyone in my household. Nobody. Ton don't need good luck. Ton is good luck. Oh, geez. He's I like always, a walking rabbit's foot. I, <laughs> I feel like I always need good luck. Anyway. Well, you're in luck tonight, Ton, because yes. it's 2023. The five count is still here. I was going to say going strong. That's debatable. That's debatable. But we are here. Filling up space. That's all right. And we have an exclusive interview tonight. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do, which is make great radio. Who is this awesome interview? Ton, you're going to love this. The first guest of the year. Singing sensation superstar John Waite. <laughs> you know him. He was the singer for The Babies. The Babies. Bad English. Bad English, Had dude. a successful solo career where he was missing ton at all. Yeah, dude. Wow. You know. Yes, people know that song. They love that song. John Waite. It still gets radio play. Tons back on his feet again. Yes. Dude, that is quite a song right there. Well, he's got a documentary. Actually, we're going to be joined by John Waite and the director of the new documentary about wow. John Waite. Wow. Mike Nichols. He'll be joining us as well. What's the name of the documentary? Do you know? It's called John Waite, The Hard Way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the hard way wow that's great so that's coming up He's tonight back on his feet again wow when i see ton smile <laughs> you know all the classics i do know it that's awesome he, they wrote a lot of songs about ton for yeah. some reason i don't know but that's okay i mean i appreciate it it worked worked out in the end it all worked out wow well, good. I can't wait for the music on this program. Otherwise, it's the same old, same old. We got a, uh, a letter here. Looks like it might be from New Ulm. Tons got fan mail. New Ulm via Minneapolis. That's so weird now. We've got some mailbag questions. We've got a five-count hotline still. That's a thing in the new year. Dude, according to this letter, it's actually from RoboCop, and RoboCop lives in New Ulm. Is that a real thing? Dude, we need to go to New Ulm immediately. Ton needs to go to New Ulm, or there will be trouble. <laughs> That's right, dude. 
I need to pack my little mechanics bag and some lubricating oil and go to New Ulm and look for a little cop, and I will try to ask him if he needs a tune-up, right? Need a little tune-up, Robo? Lube-up, Robocop. A little lube-up, a little tune-up. Just hang out and get this interview going here, buddy. Dude, there is, of course, a five-count hotline. That's 507-519-2030. That is the ticket to your dreams. I would suggest maybe uh, aiming higher as far as your dreams go. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's a good starter dream. I just always think about it like from back in the 80s, you know, when there was all these 1-800-1900 numbers where you could call and talk to Freddy Krueger or whoever you wanted. It's probably stuff in Tiger Beat. Talk to whoever. Do you remember when you were grounded for that entire summer? When you racked up that huge phone bill at your mom's house calling the uh, Corey's hotline? How could I forget? How could I forget about that? That's what I'm saying. Some people dream of talking to the Corey's. And then that number came along and you're like, oh, I can talk to the Corey's. And you call it all weekend and then your mom gets super upset because she owes the phone company 400 bucks. Ridiculous. 400 bucks in 1988 dollars. Yeah. Tun did not get his parents' permission before calling. Extreme. But in your lucky luckdom of the new year, the five-count hotline is $0. 507-519-2030. Wow, that is some lucky luckdom, if I've ever heard any. <laughs> it, is, it really is. Wow. This is great, you know? I feel good about this show. You know what's uh, going to be... I don't know if we're going to make many changes. We usually don't resolve to change anything about ourselves or the program, good or bad. That's right. I, I typically resolve to be more obnoxious. Sure. I was hoping Ton would resolve to respond to my text messages in a more timely fashion. Yeah. Like once every at least couple days. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Otherwise, I don't know that we'll be making many changes. We're still going to play music in the new year. There will be songs on this program. That's good. Unless you think we should just skip that part. I mean... Should we junk it? Junk the music? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we should play the music where it seems fitting. Sometimes, it, you know, you kind of get tired of talking so much. But I, That's the trouble because, ironically, I don't think anyone ever gets tired of hearing you talk. Really? So it's kind of a tough balance. That is a weird one. How do you deal with that? How do I deal with that? I don't. Not sure. I don't have that problem. You don't have that problem. A lot of people are just like, dude, shut it. <laughs> oh, to you? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying you don't have the problem wanting me to talk more. Okay. So how, this, I can't believe this. Nobody says that to you. Are you kidding me? Who would say that to you, Dust? You're the one. We've already established on this program that you have the golden pipes that everyone desires. I'm the one. Like Highlander? Yes, just like Highlander. But it's just your voice somehow is like golden and never goes stale. And everyone wants to hear it all the time. It soothes them to sleep or to whatever activity they might be partaking in. They love your voice. You're telling me I'm the Highlander of KMSU. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I know. Does that make you uh, makes, ooh, Sean Connery? It's, it makes me a nobody. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'll take that. I should take that while I was offered it. I'll take that, yeah. 
Did you know the bad guy from Highlander is the guy who is the voice of Mr. Krabs on Dude. SpongeBob? Yeah, from the first Highlander? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Should get him on the show. Yeah, we should. You should get some people on the show. He's done a lot of other stuff. You know, the tough part about me getting people on the show now is that I'm never at any of the interviews anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, for years. It really kind of bums me out. I'm sorry. That's what happens when you're a big, successful, whatever it is you are, person. <laughs> I just don't have as much option to leave work anymore. It's a bummer. I just walk out. Just like, F it. Throw in the middle finger and... No, I just... Out. They don't notice because I'm not really that integral oh, to I the see. process of my job. So yeah. they don't even notice I'm gone half the time. Wow. It's very tricky. Pros and cons, I guess. Do you set up like a mannequin at where you are and then put on a little tape? Reco- tape Like Ferris Bueller? Yeah, put a tape of like... Of like click, 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 click. Of click, me click. snoring? Yeah, snoring. Or I was thinking like keyboard sounds or click, 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 click. And then like every once in a while like, yep, it's no problem. I'll get to that in a second. Click, 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 click. You know? I'm right on top of that, Rose. Yeah, I'm right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you need to do it's worked so far yeah we could re i mean you got a fancy recorder right there right there we can make it happen right i'm right on top of that rose uh-huh yep the yeah, dishes yeah, yeah, are yeah, done yeah. man the dishes are done man <laughs> all those things we'll just join them all together this is a great idea you know what i think we should play a song all right i'm gonna play you a song to start things off on the right foot. Okay. Since you were doing so many, I guess, mostly complaining about me before we started, I want to make things right. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you, Tom. Thank you, gentle listeners.
Mike, I play in a band called NoFX, and sometimes I just hang out and do nothing. And you're listening to The Five Count. I believe it's a radio station in somewhere in uh, Milwaukee. No, it's Minneapolis. No, it's somewhere around there. Who cares?
Sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Do 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 bom. Gal gal, I'm in the love of love. Now I'm riding him in the love of love. All out the mail to the love of love. He ride on another record record. All out the mail to the love of love. He ride that with a little love of love. All out the mail to the love of love. He ride him in the love of love. I love some that a jigger walk. The other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Do 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 bom. Gal gal, I'm in the love of love. I love the sun that I love to do. He ride a truck like a love to do. I love the sun that I love to do. All out the magic of love to do. He ride a one of the love to do. All out the magic of love to do. Been down a love in the love to do. He ride a zip to hop to do. Hmm. The other day. I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Do 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 bom. Gal gal, I'm in the love of love. Now I'm riding rickety dicky hover lover. I love the wonders of a do. He ride a living in the hover lover. Now I'm riding hover in the wonderful. He ride a wonderful rubber rubber. All out the hell to the love of hover. Been down a wonders of a do. He ride a hover in the wonderful. Hmm, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit. Do 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 bom. Gal gal. Look at me, I might be a bit too heavy, a bit too old for this shit, and I wear clothes like your granny, but I am happy. There is just one thing that bugs me, it runs like acid through my veins. It's my personal odyssey. I'm addicted to nicotine. A classic story. It started with 13, and still it seems to me that even after years of luck, I keep falling off the wagon again. And I'm learning the four D's of craving Drink water, delay, distract and damn it Keep breathing, digging deep 
I read the books, I do all the cheering. I experience consciously how my body is singing with the high times of the season. But how do you cope when stress is to the max? How come that after years and years of freedom, it's so easy to relax? This is Kristen from Kristen Control, and you are listening to the Five Count. Yeah. 
Hello. Oh, yeah. We're still here. It's the five count. It's great. It's been great. It's doing great. You're great. You look great. Everything's great. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ton. Thank you, gentle listeners, for joining us for another year of great radio. Big ideas, real world thinking. Or solu- is it thinking or solutions? I don't remember. I don't remember. We either. have both of those. We got both of them. We got solutions. We got thinking. We got people that write letters into this program, and I'm going to open it up right now. He's calm down. I am calm. I mean, I feel calm, except I'm opening a letter, theoretically, from Robot, RoboCop right now, and he's basically my hero in life. It's I model most decisions and things in my life after what I think RoboCop would do or how RoboCop would handle those things. Did he send you a check? It makes perfect sense. Oh, coupons for muscle milk. Yeah, dude. Seems like something RoboCop would send. Save a dollar when you buy any one muscle milk. Wow. You got a whole stack there. You could start pounding that muscle milk. Yes. Your muscles are going to be so milky. So huge. So, wait, is that a thing you really want? Milky muscles? Not sure what you do with those. When I don't you say it that way, it seems really weird. Milky muscles? What is it? I don't have any muscles myself, so how I don't many, know how they work. Is that for real? Am I reading that correctly? Is there one that has 40 grams of protein in one bottle? Buying it. That's like Dude. taking a bite out of a cow. Yes, 40 grams protein. Wow. One gram sugar. Dude, I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna use these. I need this so much protein and beefiness. Let's take a look here. Wow, look at this! Oh, it's a parts and labor kind of deal. Coon Rapids Auto, <laughs> Crooked Lake Bluff. <laughs> I do it. It's a crooked place, maybe. It's uh, John and Newalm. Um, I thought Robocop sent you a bill for his tune-up. No, he sent me. Um. The parts and labor bill for he his wants car. you to pay it? I think. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Ton's going to read to himself over the air, so well, don't mind him. It's kind of interesting because, well, let me see this. It does say... It does say for me to read, but he doesn't specify on air. Five count radio dudes. Um, I'm trying to be tactful in the re- reading of it because I don't know how much of it is um, is kind of personal. Yeah, he has some. He has some questions here. Maybe spent more on the brakes than the car is worth. Um. Jeez, because I don't even want to say. I mean, should I say? I guess maybe he doesn't mind if he doesn't. He has he has things scribbled out, so I'm gonna just take liberties and say he's okay with me talking about the things that aren't scribbled out. So he he drives a 2002 Toyota. I won't say anything more than that, so nobody there's no signifiers if they're looking around for him. Um, he drives a 2002 Toyota. I mean, this day and age, John, it's hard to say because uh, everything is worth way more than it should be worth right now. But let's see what he's got here. Wow. Posi Quiet Loaded Caliper Disc Brake Caliper. So, yeah, no doubt. Wow. Okay. I don't know what he's reading either, listeners. 
case you're thinking, what the hell is this? I don't know either. So they replaced two of his calipers, two rotors. Interesting. Interesting. This is very interesting, John. So brake shoes and or pads. Remove or replace rear disc brakes both sides. Includes clean lube and or replace brake brake hardware as necessary. Adjust brakes where applicable. Uh, includes repack wheel bearings where applicable. What? Does not include refinishing. Inspect brake fluid level and condition bleed fill. Stabilizer bar bushing. Remove, replace. So, um, yeah, this ended up being over $1,500. Sounds like they rebuilt his whole car. So, this isn't even a full brake job. This is just the rear, apparently. The rear brakes. The less important of all the brakes. Ultimate premium ceramic disc brake pad set. Even though this says it's posi-quiet loaded calipers, so... Typically, a loaded caliper means it comes with the pads. That's typically what that means. But they put different pads. They spend an extra 56 bucks on pads. Um, they even have brake fluid on here. They, 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 they specify a quantity of one and over $8 for that. Which, let me tell you, John, with a disc brake change, I've done a lot of them on, I've done them on Toyotas and Hyundais, and I've done them on Mercedes and uh, Mazdas and Chevys and a lot of stuff. And very rarely, well, if they really did replace your calipers, then they probably do need to bleed your, your brakes a little bit. If they really did replace those calipers, then they had to bleed the bleed the fluid a little bit to make sure there was no air stuck in your caliper. I don't know what they're talking here. RR backing plate. The RR backing plate, which maybe it's the backing plate. There's like a plate on the inside behind your uh, your disc. That kind of protects it from getting all nasty. Like it's, the Yosemite Sam mud flaps? I would really want to look into what they're saying that is exactly. Um, 300 bucks for that. $300. Here's the other really weird part. Um, well, no. So they're billing the calipers separately, but on the rotors, they've got quantity of two and on this blacking plate it's quantity of one but it's 300 bucks stabilizer bar bushing rear sway bar bushings all of a sudden those are cheap though so that makes more sense hub assembly wheel bearing and hub assembly one side does not include wheel alignment so they replaced a hub assembly on one side Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I can't say anything for certain because I don't work in a shop. I've never worked in a shop. I've always done my own 
work on all my vehicles. Um, I started learning that stuff when I was very young, and I like read books. I read books about it. I read car manuals. I have a good friend um, at the time, like my best friend growing up, went to school for mechanics and uh, to become a machinist. So I learned even a lot alongside him. He uh, worked in actual dealerships as well as independent garages and now owns his own uh, shop for working on cars and has owned it for 10 plus years and, you know, successful business. So um, I'm not completely just uh, like I have some experience in interacting with a person in that realm for quite a while, Um, but I don't actually work at a shop. So it's hard for me to say, but, and I'm probably biased where I'm saying to myself, like, I would never pay someone to do any of these things, but it's because I have these skills and some of the stuff just makes me feel like it's fishy. Like, what are they talking about this backing plate? And they don't even explain it over here in the labor description. They're not explaining at all what this backing plate thing is. Um... They say we're, you know, stabilizer bar, inspect brake fluid and condition bleed. They don't say anywhere that they had to replace this, whatever this $300 backing plate thing is. I don't know, dude. That's a bummer, John. That's a bummer. I mean, it's probably, I'm not trying to trash this, this place, this auto service place. Cause I have no idea who they are and I don't want to, I don't want to cause trouble or whatever, but all I can say is that is a serious bummer serious bummer he's asking about the extra what is the extra eight bucks where where am i looking at where if this extra let's see eight dollars extra back for interest mm-hmm. weird so i'm sorry listeners um this has been garage logic with ton yeah it's so weird where's the extra eight bucks that he's talking about i'll i don't know john you're gonna have to call sometime and we can discuss this more deeply if you really want over the air i don't know about over the air or in person (laughs) i don't know but Ton, we've got an interview we got to get to. We do. Can't just fix your brakes all night. I'm so sorry. I'm like enamored with this. I want to like read this in detail and take my time and it's just crazy. Well, you can take that home and read it. It's a bummer. Thank you so much. Sorry, John, about this humongous bill. Thank you so much for the coupons, even though it seems like you need it now. They had to pay this ridiculous bill. Wow. On the plus side, we do have an exclusive interview with rock and roll singing superstar John Waite. Awesome. And he has a new documentary out called John Wait the Hard Way. Director Mike Nichols is also going to join us. Are you ready? I am so ready. We're joined today by the one and only John Wait. You know him from The Babies and Bad English. And he's got a new documentary on his life. It's called John Wait the Hard Way. We're also here with the director Mike Nichols. Hey guys, how you doing today? It's great to be speaking with you. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, our pleasure. I mean, um, what else are we going to be doing on a Friday morning? <laughs> at the crack of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Let's talk a bit about the new documentary, John Waite, The Hard Way. It's out now. Uh, first of all, Mike, can you tell us a bit about the film? Wow. Uh, you know, it's hard for me, like I think it is hard for John to talk about, because in one sense, there's a lot of emotions and stuff in there. And to me, in a weird way, I, I think it's a little bit of an art film disguised as a documentary at times, because it took place and how it took place. And if there was a one of those cooking shows where they gave you a set of ingredients to make something out of, when you would make a normal, uh, regular platform movie, we might have been able to follow John around on a tour. We might have been able to do lots of these things. Those were not on the table. So trying to make a movie out of what's available is its own kind of uh, cooking class. Well, very emotional. Uh, we were all living in strange emotions. So like John, I said, for me, I think it's sometimes hard to watch. I don't think it's hard for the audience to watch. But there were emotions in there, even making it, that were, uh, I never knew how this was even going to turn out. So I don't think it's an ordinary documentary. If that's, that's a simple answer. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing to see, uh, John, the career that you've had. What was the process like for you, uh, you know, going back and, uh, and watching the film and kind of seeing everything you've done over your career? Was it difficult or humbling or cathartic, maybe, to see it all on film? I can't, I, you know, I lived it. And um, I didn't watch it for two months. They sent me a copy. I lived it. So I knew it. It's just how it's presented that gives it the drama and, and the curve and the emotion. You know, it's like, um, it took me a long time to watch it. You, at my age, at this point, with my career, uh, I'm not going to take a final bow. I'm still throwing punches, you know. Um, there's more work to do and touring and, and more music to make. But the story so far aspect of it, it's almost uh, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I mean, some of the stuff I've experienced and seen and the life I've had has been kind of a wonderful thing. Uh, it's just been so dramatic. The highs were incredibly high and the lows were kind of like, there they are. But nothing stopped me. I, I was first and foremost, you know, writing my thoughts down and picking up a guitar. And it isn't like it was an ambition. It was deeper than that. I wasn't looking for success. So every time I took a punch, it was like, so what? You know, I didn't go and get a job. It's too late for that. You know, I, I went back and picked up the guitar and looked out the window and wrote a song. It's what I do. And what's happened along the way has been extraordinary, just extraordinary. Every five-year period is almost like a separate career in itself. And I'm relieved that I've had the chance in my life to make something of it and to, to make art and to affect people and have that conversation with people. So I know that I succeeded, even though it was a rocky road, you know. It's amazing to see the career you've had um, as far as, you know, the huge success with the babies and then with Bad English, of course, your solo career. I mean, I can only think of a handful of musicians who have pulled that off. So that, I mean, just for you, that's got to be great. And uh, of course, uh, tough as well to kind of fit all that in into the film, but you guys pulled it off. It worked out great. Mike. Yeah. You know, in a character sort of way, if it's just like a, like a movie movie, um, watching John talk and listening to John talk, whenever there was a story, and there's many stories that happen when you're in the music business or a business of trying to do art in a commercialized world that are struggles, and they may not always end in a happy ending. 
One of my favorite things, though, is John never asked to feel sorry for him. He always would finish every bit of things. They said, but I got to do this, and I got these things out of it. It's all very positive, even in the, and I was always really drawn to that. And one of my favorite images in, in the film uh, is, is there's an ending shot, and I believe it's captured by Tim Hogan, where you were filming, and it's just with a, like an iPhone. It's not even great resolution or anything, but it's this smile of seeing John on stage. And, and, and I freeze on it. It's one of my favorite images, especially after the journey through the whole movie, because I think that's still the representation of what I just was speaking of, is you may empathize or sympathize with some of the stories that John tells, but I feel like him as a person is always trying to find the good in all of that. Uh, and I, I, that's why I was really drawn to it. Excellent. And again, uh, the film John Waite, The Hard Way, is out now. It's on DVD, Blu-ray, all the streaming platforms. And John, I know you also got the new uh, Greatest Hits album, Singles, out, and then yes. the new EP, Anything. I mean, you got a, a lot of stuff on your plate these days. We've been on the road, uh, like, really killing it for a year. You know, we didn't expect. We went on tour with uh, Rich Springfield and Men at Work, and we c- came out, like, kind of semi-unplugged with a small drum kit and absolutely killed it uh, in front of about 6,000 people a night. And we've been on tour headlining before that. Then after that, we had a two days off, played a friend's wedding, went home packed, and went to Holland and played seven solo shows in Holland. And then we came back, and I, I went straight to a gig in uh, uh, outside Boston. You know, I, I, and now we're, we're going out again. But at the end of the year, Oh, of, of all this, it, we've played probably to the most people we've played to in the last few years. It's been a really glorious, and we just enjoyed the hell out of it. But now, at the end of the year, here comes the hard way. You know, a documentary that's kind of no, no holes barred, you know, doesn't pull any punches. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I, it all seems to be kind of things coalesce, you know. Uh, the, the release of the Anything EP, uh, the the bonus track, Masters of War, Bob Dylan, that's a standalone track, uh, with the heart of the Ukraine intended to be spotlighted. And then the 18-song singles release, everything's happening at once. But it doesn't seem to be a surprise. We just move into it and uh, and dance. There's nothing... It feels right. Everything feels right. And if the documentary is well received, which it seems to be being, that would be a tremendous end to the year. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate it. The new film is great, and hopefully I can speak with you again sometime. God bless you. Thanks for the support. All right, you bet. Bye-bye. And again, that was director Mike Nichols of the film John Waite, The Hard Way. And, of course, John Waite joining us as well. His new album, Singles, is out, and his new EP, Anything, out as well. Falling in love was the last thing I had on my mind Holding you is a warmth that I thought I could never find
visions of someone like you in my life A love that's strong, reaching out, holding me through the darkest night Just trying to decide Or stay by your side I don't want to cry I just can't Kemp from Spandau Ballet, and you're listening to The Five Count. I spend my 
Die. Let me hold you, darling. 
so you won't cry Cause people say that our love affair Will never last But we know a love like ours Will never pass But maybe I was wrong Not knowing how our love should go
from Squeeze, you're listening to The Five Count and carry on listening. Tomorrow's kind of felt that I just had enough You light up my face with your jokes and your smiles And the way that you came every night Don't know what you got, but I'm sure glad I found you Could be wrong, but it sure feels right
Welcome back, son. Oh, yeah. Back on your feet again. That's a great song. That was John Waite, the one and only. What a guy. And also uh, Mike Nichols, director of the documentary, The Hard Way. The Hard Way. John Waite, The Hard Way. Man. Also, John Waite's new EP, Anything, available now. It's called Anything? Yeah. Wow. So look for that. But you don't need to look any further for a great radio, because you found it. Here we, he is. We really need to put an EP out, Dust. You think so? Yeah. I've been saying that for years. I know, but we just need to. Well, how are we going to do that? I don't know. You're not allowed to leave the house. I know. This is the only time that you are mandated to be outside of your domicile. I'm not allowed to leave the house, and I can't make any noise in the house. Like. Pretty much puts the kibosh on that. Does kibosh? It's ridiculous. Well, you know what, son? It's fine because I do have a message that somebody sent to the uh, five count mailbag. It's very, very wonderful. It says, "Hey guys, somehow I was searching the internet today for Ripple with onion stew, and I found this. I don't think you can buy Ripple wine anymore, but there is a crypto coin called." ripple anyway if you have seen ripple lately let me know thanks <laughs> t tony tone wow wow Tom, don't you make your own ripple in your toilet tank oh yeah that's uh that's an old secret right there <laughs> that's the only way you can get it these days dude what is he talking about ripple this is crazy ripple wine i don't recall that at all honestly Ripple wine sold in the 1960s-70s. I never knew about this. That's the preferred drink of Fred Sanford. Ripple was fortified was a fortified wine produced by E&J. Wow. S A N F O R D period. As a low-end fortified wine that was popular in the United States particularly in the 70s, possessing a relatively low 11% Alcohol by volume. It was originally marketed to casual drinkers due to its low price. That's not you. Wow. Ton goes big and then he barely goes home. It had a reputation as a drink for alcoholics and the destitute. It was popular among young drinkers, both underage and college age students. On Sanford and Son, Ripple was often referred to as it was Fred Sanford's, Sanford's alcoholic beverage of choice. Wow. Wow. Making Sanford an early spokesperson for the product. (laughs) Wow. Cripple. Cream and ripple. Stripple. Straight ripple. Flapple. Flat ripple or sangria. Muscatiple. Muscatel and ripple. This is ridiculous. Bojuliple. Bojulas and ripple. I can't. What are they? Manishiple? Manishiple. (laughs) Manischewitz and Ripple, Champipple, <laughs> Champagne and Ripple, or Ginger Ale and Ripple, Flat Dipple, Sangria and Ripple. What? These are real drinks that were happening in the 70s, dude. Wow. Dude, I'm amazed, Tony Tone. This is awesome. When was it discontinued? 
Oh, wow. Possibly all the way to 1984. It's been a real long time. Tony Tone, I don't think you're going to find yourself any ripple anywhere. Bummer. What do you think took it out? Those dorks on the porch with their wine coolers? Yes. Remember those guys? Yes, I do. Bartleby and James? Well, (laughs) isn't that so ridiculous to think about, too? A guy named Bartleby. For real. Is that stuff still made? Um... I don't know, but I'm thinking maybe uh, what put it under, honestly, is uh, Mad Dog 2020. I don't know when Mad Dog came out. Let me see here. I know in high school, a ton drank a lot of Boone's Farm. No, I did not. Never I don't know if that's related. That stuff. Um, he pickled his brain. Too much Boone's Farm. I mean, I'm guessing that Mad Dog just stayed strong and ripple you know kind of petered out (laughs) rippled out you know what i'm saying i get you that's sad it is i mean mad dog 2020 i think uh has a little bit higher alcohol volume and it's super cheap and it has a cooler name people you know what i mean like young people hey mad dog 2020 all right that's cooler than bartleby and james i don't know maybe not really. Or uh, peach schnapps. Yeah, pe- who the hell drinks peach schnapps? Is that even a thing anymore? Uh, church guys. I remember in the 80s and people talking about schnapps and people very much going like, I don't want any schnapps. Didn't you drink uh, like a mixture of the peppermint and the root beer? I did once. Really not okay. Tasted like an uh, air freshener. So... When I was like 10, 11, 12, the same guy that uh, owns his own shop now, we used to go and stay at his grandparents' place when we were young. And on the weekends, on Sunday in particular, when his grandparents would go to church and leave us at home alone early in the morning, we'd get up and go to the liquor cabinet, and they basically had a liquor cabinet full of schnapps and weird stuff and we would mix a little bit of every single bottle or just take swigs out of every single bottle and then go ride four-wheeler and uh motorcycle through the fields and the woods <laughs> when we were real young and so yeah that was like kind of my only bout with any of the schnapses if you know what i'm saying not good it's a new year ton yeah maybe you should consider getting back on that train getting back on the schnapps train Ton, do you remember back like uh, back in the day when you were still on the train? Oh yeah, the Schnapps train. Schnapps train. Losing my voice. <laughs> Too we, much Schnapps. You got to get it back for this this special part of the program. What part of the program is this? You, I can't say it. You say it. I said it once, and you got all in a huff immediately. You were like, "Wait a minute, this is the thing that I say," and then you repeated it. I'm just joshing with you, Ton, because this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Oh, yeah. Even though I am losing my voice from all the shouting about schnapps. (laughs) Oh, man. Shouldn't have had all that eggnog before I came on. Not so much schnapps and eggnog. Hey, January 5th, 2013 was 10 years ago. Think about that. Long time ago. Ton was in ninth grade. That's so weird. I was not straight with that. Says here, this was a special show dedicated to the celebration of friendship. 
Didn't we just do one of these shows last year? Friendship. I don't know. A friendship show? Maybe. I think we did. I are guess you, I didn't realize we had already it? done it 10 years ago. Are you losing it, pal? We've done 960 episodes. <laughs> I can't remember everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Tom, during the show, we played some friendly songs, received a friendly call from local radio celebrity Stunt Monkey. Oh, wow. Man, we were big time back then. And we explained how Tun's unfriendly attitude has cost him friends over the years. Fortunately, you decided to not get off to a friendly foot. Yeah. Over the next decade. Yeah. That was 10 years ago, Tun. Played songs about friends. Talked to your best friend, Stunt Monkey. What a, a guy. Had a gay old time. I haven't seen him in a long time. Well, I don't know what to tell you. What a guy. What a time friendship show. You know, yeah. But now it's just like a regular type show. It's a regular type show full of schnapps and snootery. 2023. Yeah. Doesn't that seem like Star Trek space kind of stuff? You know, it does. It really does kind of seem like that. Like when you were watching cartoons as a kid, like cops, where they had all the robots and... Uncle Big Boss. Yeah. You're like, wow, the future, man. Yeah. And it would say that on there, like 2022. Fighting crime in a future time. Yeah. Now we're here. Now we're here, and there's definitely no robot cops. There was freezing rain. But there's a guy who's trying to get robot cops around. I've seen that. Have you seen that? I've seen advertisements for a guy trying to. Where would they go? What if they went on these unshoveled sidewalks and tipped over? Well, it's not That'd be the here. end of that. The, you know... Would they look like uh, the robot from Rocky Four? I hope so. Or would they look like the robot that Screech Powers had on Saved by the Bell? See, that's the thing. Uh, currently, when you see this stuff, it's all like for somewhere in California. It's like, that's where all this stuff ha- happens or is trying to happen nobody understands what it takes to be a robot in 2023 in minnesota a robot can't handle it really can you imagine what the robot would have to it would have to be like you can't just put chains on the tires of a robot it'd have to have like tracks or something it'd have to be like a bulldozer running around like johnny five yeah they already made that FiveCon alumnus Steve Gutenberg had one back in the 80s. But even Johnny Five, I feel like, would not be able to get up Main Street in the middle of winter. He just needs more input, that's all. Yeah, more input. Or he needs to chase that fat guy Oscar, the jewel thief. Yeah. Hanging from a helicopter. Yes. He can land on a boat. Yeah, dude. While uh, Bed Midler is blaring in the background. But again, you're talking about boats and things that happen in California, not in Minnesota, in December or January. I could have swore a short circuit too was filmed in Belle Plaine. In Belle Plaine. Maybe in the summertime. Thought I had read that. Okay. Am I thinking of something else? I mean, it's definitely not in the wintertime in Belle Plaine is what I'm getting at. What am I thinking of? Your seasons are mixed up. Oh, I'm thinking of that show with that little girl who was a robot. Oh. Small Wonder. Small Wonder. That's straight out of Belle Plaine. That was filmed in Belle Plaine. Huh. She was more of an indoor robot. Yeah. That's hey, how I got that confused. You don't have to worry about that as much. Just keep it indoors. 
But she had legs. She had legs. She didn't have tracks or wheelies or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where you start to run into problems, right? Tracks and wheels and stuff. If you get on that ice, you're going nowhere, pal. Guess you could fall and still break a robot hip. That's rough. But that's where I come in. I will replace your robot hip. It's okay. Set up an appointment. It's going to be 1500 bucks minimum. Do you think I should get some robot hips? Talk to John from New Ulm. Robot hip, hips for you? <sighs> hips, not lips. I'm going to say yes. You know, I'm going to say yes to you. I mean. Well, since you mentioned it, could you throw in the robot lips too? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to regret it. You're not going to regret this, pal. You're going to be looking good, feeling good, and smooching even better. Oh, boy. Yeah. Affirmative. Affirmative. Ton, I got a text message sent from John in New Ulm. Looks like I missed texting by Tuesday again. Two weeks in a row. He says, uh, every year has good and bad things. Hope 2023 is good for you and Ton and my dad and sister. Saw some of Claude Van Damme time travel movie. News you can use. 13 years fan, John and New Ulm. What a guy. It's a lot of info there. Yeah, thank you so much, John. Uh, you're absolutely correct. You know, things uh, every year, it's got its ups and downs. For sure. Always. Um, but Time Cop is an all-time high, I think. Is that you, your favorite John. Van Damme movie? Uh, no, but it's right up there. Time Cop. Top five? Top five. Actually, I have no idea. I haven't seen it in so long. Top five, Jean-Claude Van Damme's? Are you kidding me? Um, Bloodsport. Okay. Okay. Kickboxer. Yeah, I was just trying to think about, am I doing this in order, or what am I doing? Because Kickboxer's in there, and I don't know if Kickboxer is ahead or behind Bloodsport. I don't know. I can't really say that just yet. So, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, uh, Double Impact. Um, is that the one with... Uh Dennis Rodman? No. Double Impact? I don't think so. Double Impact is two Jean-Claude's. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of some garbage. There's... Well, it could be, but... A garbage movie. No, there's some movie with a green-haired Dennis Rodman. Yeah, I know. And oh. it's terrible. Well, you're not going to say Cyborg, I hope. No! I said Bloodsport, Kickboxer... And I said double impact, and then I'm saying Lionheart. What about no retreat, no surrender? No. Oh. That doesn't make it in there at all. Sorry. I'm what saying. About, what about Street Fighter? I'm saying Lionheart. Okay. Is that four? I lost track. I'm that s- is still four. trying to think of that movie with. I'm Dennis saying Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Double Impact. I'm saying Lionheart. And then I'm saying Universal Soldier. Wow. That's your top five? Top five Jean-Claude films. Unless we can count the entire series of JVCD or J... Yeah. No. You didn't pick Sudden Death? JCVD. Ton, you didn't pick Breaking? Remember no. he was in the... He was in like one of the dance scenes yeah, in for Breakin'? like two seconds. Still counts. No. Um, we watched that film Black Eagle. Yeah, and it sucked. Sudden Death. 
I don't think I'd put it in the top five. I was almost going to pick Death Warrant, but not in the top five. Um, I tried to watch a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called like The Quest or something, and I just couldn't do it. Couldn't. Um, but that show that was on Amazon, it's JCVD. I think it's just what it is, but it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's like him playing himself, but yet he's also like an uh, like an undercover weird, like an agent. And I think it there's some kind of time travel that's involved in it as well. Something weird like that, but I can't even remember now. But I remember watching it and absolutely loving it. And then they immediately canceled it. Only one season. And I'm like, how on earth is this only one season? This is absolutely hilarious and awesome. Because it's him playing himself. I found it, son. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm very excited. Okay. Uh, Double Team, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Double Team. Double Team. Garbage. They don't play by the rules. Of course they don't. (laughs) Rodman has a gun and green hair and a bad disposition. And also Mickey Rourke is in it. He was in a lot of questionable films. Mickey Rourke is an odd person. Also, Dennis Rodman swept at the Razzies. Worst new star, worst supporting actor, worst screen couple with Van Damme. Makes sense. Anyway. I never fully understood the Rodman explosion that happened. The worm? Yeah, I don't I don't I Rod, don't know. Rod the Bod? Yeah, I don't I never understood even in the moment, I remember when Rodman was like He was a basketball player, Tom. Yeah. I remember. Okay. And I didn't then know he, if you knew that. Yes. I remember him as a basketball player and then I remember him blowing up as just like this weird public figure kind of thing. Like he everyone stopped caring that he was a a basketball player and just worrying about how much piercings and tattoos and what color his hair was. And I never understood it. I was like, this is not, doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. It could be you, Tom. You could bring that back. And, uh, yeah, Mickey Rourke, you know, like there's some stuff that he's done that it's very good and very top notch. And then there's some stuff that he's done that's really really terrible and you're like why did you why did you do that thing why it's very odd pretty strange well maybe we should play some music while you think about it i love that idea it's a new year ton the five count is in 2023 would have thought definitely not me i would not have thought of it here's something i would like to say for the new year to kick things off properly here's some ween reaching out now and I touch your face please believe I'm only traveling like seeking wonder from a foreign place it matters not where I'm coming And the snow so light is bleeding We sleep so tight when we're breathing Come a little pint of 
Just like the dancer who has lost her leg She laughs and moans, but then she's crying And the snow so light is bleeding We sleep so tight
Oh yeah. Uh, uh, feels good.
Hi, this is Jake Lloyd, Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom Menace, and you're listening to The Five Count. From when the cars had smashed so hard mm-hmm. Once there was this girl Who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the
Welcome back to The Five Count. Thank you so much. It's the first show of the new year. It's coming to an end. It's really good. It's a great, it's a great, great time. Great time to be alive. Mm-hmm. Great time to be here with you, my friend. Now Lovely. we have to leave. Don't be sad because I have on good authority that the True Punks do Electro Hour has been renewed for another season. Oh, wow. So you got that to look forward to. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's coming up. In the meantime, I guess we're done. We're pretty much done. I mean, we were still discussing Mickey Rourke, and I was trying to figure out what was my favorite films that he's done as well, but it's it's weird. Harley Davidson, The Marvel Man, was one of my favorites, but I forgot he was in Sin City, and I think he did a good job there. He also did a great job in The Wrestler and Iron Man 2 as that bad bad guy. Um, but the rest of it, I don't know, you know, like, and that war movie with, uh, John Belushi. I don't know which one that is you're talking about. Okay. Never mind then. Angel heart. I don't think I've ever seen that nine and a half weeks. I think I've seen it, but I can't remember. Welcome back to Ton Reed's Mickey Rourke's filmography. He was in Double Team, though, this movie. I feel like we're going to have to watch this just to see how terrible it is. Yeah, let's do it. We should do it. You know some film that isn't terrible? John Waite, The Hard Way. Not terrible. We had John Waite on the program tonight. Oh, yeah. And also the uh, director of that documentary, Mike Nichols. What a guy. The new John Waite EP, Anything, available now. Don, I'm so excited. Are you really? Because uh, we're back. We're in our 19th year. Isn't that weird to think about? You are just a lad when we started this program. 19th year. A mere child. And now look at you. Now just take a look at me, would you? You're still here. You're a grown-ass man. <sighs> still on a college radio station. Taking up time slots from students. I didn't Wearing want to do a cardigan. That. I didn't want to do that at all. Well, now you are. Hmm. And now you can't stop. Well, since it's the 19th year, it means we have to go through with it and on to the 20th, right? Yeah, but once you hit 20, you got to do 25. What do you mean 25? What are you saying? You got to do the quarter 25, 50, 75 dead. Is anybody even going to listen for that long? Are we going to be on air for we could have been saying that for the last Five, 15 years. six more years? I'll keep showing up if you do. I mean, I don't even know who listens anymore other than John and New Ulm. Um, Lots of people. Lots Shell of people Bill. on Patreon. Billy Floyd shouts, Tone T, Tony Tone. Man. My, my best friend, Holly, that I work with. Yeah. Who I thought was just humoring me, but it turns out she does actually listen to the program really? on purpose on her own time. Wow. I know. That's awesome. Very flattering. Thank you so much, Holly. I think we're done, but you could go to thefivecount.com and listen to some old shows if you want. Yeah, Still if you wanted to. working on that website, but I got all the way back to the uh, 2014 shows. Man. So I'm fixing it. Wow. But you get access to all the really old shows on our Patreon page. And also early access to this show so you don't have to stay up on a Saturday night like a ding-dong. Yeah, you can listen to it whenever you want. On your very own podcasting platform, you can listen to this show. You can listen to special episodes on the Patreon feed. It's all on there for you. 
It's a beautiful thing. You're a beautiful man. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me for another year. Happy New Year, folks. Happy New Year. See you next time. Let's turn the record over quick.